Good morning. A little short cheer this morning, but let's, I mean, every, every second of the Piyasetzner can last for ages. The last oath we did was a very long one. It took us, I think, a month. Even more, actually, with all the Chagim and everything. But if you see, remember how long Ot Dalet was. Very long. Remember, these are diary entries, so they're not exactly, it's not Mesudar according to, like, it doesn't always add up why some are very short, some are very long. Anyway, I just wanted to make sure we get to learn today because obviously this Shabbos is the Yorzeit of the Piyasetzner, Dalet Cheshvan. How many years it's going to be? 76, I think. Right? 76. I think 76 years. Anyway, there's a lot of different happenings going on all over Israel tonight, tomorrow, and once a Shabbos. And our part, our Chelek as well, just to learn a few minutes of the Chelek Eish Kodesh, of Chelek Piyasetzner. Bezrat Hashem should be like a good, a strong way to elevate this month of Cheshman. You know, the head of the Piyasetzner in these diary entries is basically just not, not giving us a chance to ignore, to ignore what, what the root of what we really don't want to ignore. In this piece, in this small ot, ot hey, uh, the Rebbe is going to speak about something that's very very personal, and yet it's very just, uh, it's also very obvious once you just start thinking about it for a second. When we do chatayim, when we do averas, what usually makes us nervous? Let's be real. Like when we do a chet, what makes us nervous after that? When, once, once we have a consciousness of the avera that we did? Punishment. Punishment. What else? What, other, what else makes us nervous? Like going back to Hashem. Sorry? Going back to Hashem, like... <laughs> Can I go back to Hashem? Yeah. Are you saying to yourself? Oh, okay. So this is where, this is the Nakuda that the PSS is speaking, is that usually, though, it's not, that's not what makes me nervous. Levi, that would be my consciousness. It's usually what you guys just said. Something, I, I do something to myself. All that's true, but he wants to bring the awareness of consciousness of you understand what you're doing to yourself. Forget about the whole relationship with 
things on the outside. And, and it's weird that I say that a relationship with Hashem is on the outside. I don't mean that, Khalila, but you know what I mean. Like when we hurt someone, and when they forgive us, so we're very nervous that they don't forgive us or how they feel about us. But there's also this whole element of what you did to yourself by hurting somebody else. That's the, that's the real depth over here. What you did to yourself, even though what happened is something that happened between you and somebody else. <coughs> so let's, let's see the words of the P.S. That's in here. Oh, say. Tzavizirus. Al yekal be'enecha chet asher chatasa rak neged atzmecha. You saying, hmm, okay. Forget now the concept of sinning against somebody else. You shouldn't... What's that? Yourself. Yeah, now he's saying, just, it's just you and... In the mirror. What does that mean, like a chet that you just did with, you know, against yourself? What do you think that could mean? Anything could be right? Because it could be. Ben can also fall into that category. So we're trying to strip away, really. What do, what, what what do you think the Rebbe means of me when he says that you shouldn't be too light over chataim that you just did against yourself? Let's read two more lines. Maybe he'll explain a little bit clearer. Lo avera af lo taiva shel rishusi. Rak neged boket tovachi. Rak neged atzmecha tsurascha va'anochius shel kedusha asher holadetcha becha chatasa. Saying we're not speaking about an avera and not even a taiva that you're even permitted to have. We're speaking about an avera that went against your tsura, your form. And the Anochius of Kdusha Asher Holata Becha Chatasa. Now, this is very hard to explain in English, but we'll do our best. Anochius Shel Kdusha Asher Holata Becha Chatata. You've spent your life doing good things. You've given birth <coughs> to Kdusha within yourself. When you fall, what are you basically doing? Who are you harming? You're harming your own achievements. You're, dis- you're disqualifying yourself and you're basically taking yourself down. You're not being authentic. You're not being who you really are. Right. And that's the worst, and that's the biggest, yeah. the gam that it can be. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's, you think that's what he means over here? I think. Because it's, it, it, there's, there's no such thing as a victimless crime. Right? We think I'm hurting somebody else, I'm doing whatever. I'm right. not being true to myself. I'm not being true to what and who I really am. Now, why would you think the Rebbe has to say, Al yakel Because that's not our focus. We're not, we, we, don't, we don't focus on, 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 like, I'm not being genuine. That's not in our consciousness most of the time. That's just not what we're, uh-huh. I, at least me, that's not what I'm concerned with. I'm saying, am I being true to my mission? Am I being true to what I really am in my essence? That's not what I'm thinking about when I'm messing right. up. <laughs> well, it, it, the, the, to, to hit Niren and why it's like that, mm-hmm. it's saying, like, I'm not going to allow for it to be external, I'm going to make it internal, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have a standard that I've set for myself and I fall short of my standard, then I feel guilty, but I feel guilty because or my family or anybody else is disappointed in me because they're expecting more. But what if I'm disappointed in me right. I'm not dealing with that because the Kedusha that I have in me and the standards I've set for myself, that's something that's internal and it comes from directly from the divine spark and it's me. Well, maybe the Rebbe is saying, how much do you really believe that you've actually worked, that you've actually... Right. 
that you're a gavalt, meaning do you even do you even believe that you've created kedusha within yourself? If you don't really believe they created kedusha within yourself, then when you're doing a veda that's just between you and yourself, you're not going to be so worried. Why? Because you don't think you're you're you're, you're cracking down any buildings. Right. You're just like, whatever, there's, there was nothing here in the first place. Right. So the way, it's just like this backward psychology. The Rebbe is saying over here, don't be so lenient when it comes to Averas that just affect you. Because you did, you have, you've worked on yourself. You've done tremendous things to fix, to give birth to Kedusha within yourself. Oh, now you're going to say, oh, it wasn't such a big deal anyway. That's the worst. So you're calling that authenticity. Yeah. But this is like this is a classic because that's because you say by owning it you remove the guilt, right? Because it's funny. Guilt is the next. It's, it's very interesting. Guilt is the next, the next one that he's speaking. But he hasn't talked. He hasn't talked about guilt yet. Maybe in a second he'll talk about guilt. Let, let's continue. Meaning, you should be concerned over. What you did, like it was a big hate, you'll do you have harata, you'll have guilt, and then you'll do tshuva. But you won't have harata if you don't think that there's a lot inside in the first place. You understand? If you don't, if you're not under the assumption, or if you don't really sense that there's something big going on in here, someone big, someone holy, then why would you spend time doing any? You know, tshuva over over something that you don't even think needs to be done needs to be done. Okay, are you guys following? Not so much. So you're saying if you're going to be authentic to yourself, then you really need to realize the the value of, of of that aspect of yourself, and don't on one side don't be like it's it it's so I'm, I'm I don't care that it's and or or that I or even the other way, but on the other side, like what you're saying just now, just lost my train of thought. But like what you're saying just now is like. Don't, uh, don't just throw that, the baby out with, with the, the bathroom, basically. Now, he quotes here, this is very deep. The way he ends over here is, V'chatasin negdi samid, that my chet is negdi tamid, that my, my chet is in front of me, always. It's connected me. Who said these words? David. David Malka Meshicha, right? Now, you think a person like that is a, in Hebrew you say, what's the word? Uh... Masochist. Um, that means, yeah, masochist. Right. In Hebrew, you say. Yeah. <laughs> in Hebrew, you say telephone. In Hebrew, you say banana. In Hebrew, you say internet. I don't know how you say it in English. Right? A masochist. Why? Why would I put my avera in front of me all the time? Right? Why would I? Why would I do such a thing? I did an avera. I'm keeping it in my consciousness in front of me all the time. Why would I do such a thing? So he's saying over here, rak negdi chatati. Meaning. It's just in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different ways to interpret what the Rebbe is saying over here. I'm going to try, we'll try to do it. I mean, I need everyone's help here because this is like very, it, it'll relate differently to each person over here. But the way I understood it was that I'm usually, like I said before, I'm concerned about the things that people see more than the things that people don't see. And I'm more concerned about doing tshuva, about fixing relationships, as opposed to fixing my own relationship with myself. Here's what the Rebbe's saying? No, this is how I'm just drawing out, right? I th- and I think we're, this is the right kavanah, and if you think otherwise, this is, this is not a shir where you have to agree with what I'm saying. I'm saying, where's the chabur? We're getting it together. 
The Rebbe is saying over here, when you when it's clear to you, chatasi, you mishu, you hurt somebody, and they're in front of you. You don't need reminders as to get your act together and to clean up. You're going to go for it. Why? Because you can't stand when something's in front of you and is bothering you so much. But the things that really damage our soul, like David said before, what's the word you use? Stained. Those things are the easiest ones to be in denial about. Why? Because I don't have a person in front of me that I hurt. And I'm not going to walk around with a mirror all day long, although David HaMelech did. V'chatasi negdi tamid. What does that mean? Just like I hurt somebody else, and they're in front of me and I can see it, the thing when the way I hurt myself, I need enough guts to walk around like this until I deal with it properly. Don't let it go. Don't let it fall under the cracks. Don't put it under the rug because you'll fall. It'll trip you over. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a complete re, reworking of the meaning. We normally say, Khatati negdi tamid, my sin is before me. What we're saying is, Khatati negdi tamid, I sin against myself. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Negdi means against me. Or a po- it just appeared just now. So means that it helps you. It's, it goes back to you. So I'm just trying to see if he's talking about it's only between me and myself, right? Uh-huh. I think we've been reading it Shiviti Hashem and Negdi Tamid and the okay. same negatives from Shiviti Hashem, mm-hmm. which is, it's right in front of me, like everywhere I look. Right. And it's trailing me, not trailing me, but it's like between me. Which, is an, which is an aspiration. Yeah. Right. This is too. It's not an aspiration to me until what you said before. It feels a little bit like it's not going to help me that everywhere I look, I'm looking through this translucent prism of my sin. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like to me, which is a little bit debilitating. <laughs> uh huh. Maybe I'm. Well, okay. finish the sentence, because usually I always say, yeah, maybe you are crazy. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. No, 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 it's different. Listen, again, this is, the Rebbe, the Rebbe is not saying how to do this for each person. He's just explaining here a very, very real concept that I think he's saying, value the work you've done on yourself. Because if you don't, you'll end up staining yourself and not think that it needs cleaning, because you don't think it's worthy of cleaning. You don't think that work is worthy. You understand? Value every moment that you've worked hard on yourself. We, you, you, we usually, unfortunately, on our progress report, don't really write down the progress that we did because we don't really value it. But, huh? The effort. <laughs> but we don't, but what, what's the, <laughs> what happens though in those situations? I think the shift that the Rebbe may be saying is instead of saying that the sin has destroyed all of the work I've done, all the Kedusha I've built up, maybe he's saying that, that all that work you've done is now a resource that you tap into. When the, when the chet is in when, front of when you. When the chet is in front of you. Al yakel beinecha. Don't, yeah, don't be too lenient over these inyanim. And then you have an opportunity to get to authenticity. That, that, that yeah. um, there's this, there's this book I finished. It's, it's uh, called The Seed of the Soul. I don't know if anyone heard of it, but it's a guy by the name of Gary Zukov. It's, in general, it's, it's this type of Torah. I, I find it like in modern Western form. And he speaks just like really in, in short that, yes, we have a, a body and we have a soul. And we want to be making soul choices. And the more soul choices we make is what's called authentic power. That's what the, everything we're doing is trying to get to authentic power. 
And everything that we do, even if it's something so negative, it's mamish, it's, it's, a, it's a stain, which is what he speaks about, against ourselves and the universe. And he brings in karma, but, like, but that's, that's what it is. And so you have another opportunity, if you do sin, so you can use that to help create authentic power, which is you know, when, when you're faced with that again, and to use all those kind of resources that, that you have. And that's like his, that's his central like idea. I found it to be very, like, very Torah dick. Interesting. And, uh, easy, but, easy. but what he says is we've been raised on something called external power. Like we, 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 like the ones that have the money or strength, like, or what are people thinking about me? That's, that's, those are all like body type of decision-making influences that are not beneficial to us us again on an individual on a community level on a global scale but if you could like you have to move away from external power that's not <coughs> to authentic power and you do that by being conscious and you do that and you do it on like, constantly by making choices like making choices for the soul and not for the body like you've been raised it's because he in no. He happens to be a yid. Uh -huh. He happens to be a yid. This book it was, it was a huge seller. Um, and uh, like I mentioned, the, the Neil Katz, you know, you know, he, he, he yeah, him it. and another one, another, another book that's very powerful, I just read, called The Power of Now by Guy Toll. Toll? He yeah, speaks about like, how everything's in, everything's in the now. Yeah. Everything's in the now. There's no need to, like, like our constant worry, that's maybe that gets to guilt also, is does not do us any good. The future is right. just a series of a lot of presents that are... I mean, again, these are all cute lines. The Rebbe at least proves it through through our Torah. Right. That's that's the right. Through David That's what I love when he does that. That's right. When he takes it through David Amelach, the master, the master of consciousness, the master of the Baal Tshuva. Yeah. That's what he's saying over here. But because we we mentioned this word so much, I just want to do Od Vav too because it's it's short and it it continues exactly what we just did. Now he's going to speak about guilt. Okay? Now, we always think that okay, there's two ways of understanding this. One, people don't know the Rambam. The Rambam and what does the Rambam say? That charata is a key component of tshuva. Mm -hmm. it's essential. It's a, you cannot really go through the process of tshuva unless there's, unless there's charata. What's charata? It's regret. It's not guilt. It's not guilt. It's regret. <laughs> now, most people feel that they shouldn't regret anything because that means that God made a mistake. So it's a very confusing place to be in. Let's see how he explains what happens to us when we don't follow through with harata, with regret. Harata al kishalon tova. It's good to have regret over, over failure. When is it good? Rak sheshav. It's only good to have this when there's this next step afterwards. If your harata doesn't lead to then a tshuva movement, what happens to you? You stay in a world of regret and you go into illusions thinking that certain things were accomplished that weren't. And you actually bury more things under the rug. Why would that happen? He's going to explain. He's going to explain very easily. Af, he says, again, it, it, And it really does complete the process of tshuva, which will hopefully follow after initial regret. Vim love, and if tshuva doesn't follow charata, yesh lefamim she'od mazeket lo. There's instances where this initial regret that you had 
only does more damage if it wasn't accompanied with a movement of tshuva. Why do you think that's so? It's a cycle of darkness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, uh, it's not like a platform that you're rising up from, but you're just feeling worse about yourself. It's like, it's re- because right. I'm sad, I'm sad because I'm mean. Right. Right. Regret, l'shem, regret. Right. Emotion right. has a purpose. It just festers, it becomes neurosis. Nachon. He's saying naturally. It's impossible. It's, it's usually that emotions that we go through don't last that long. Happiness, sadness. Everything's up and also this sense of regret and, the, and this pressure you feel in your heart that you feel bad over what you did. When it doesn't become enclosed, the meaning when it doesn't get its kalim, and you don't implement it in tshuva, you don't take the charata, put it into tshuva, techdal. Techdal means it stops. It, it stops, it ceases. What ends up happening? You're going to start feeling pleasure, but it's a diluted, it's a, it's a, it's a messed up type of pleasure. Oneg what are you going to be happy about? Oh my God, I don't feel guilt. Like the regrets off of me. I don't feel that pain and that strain, that regret. Netflix. Huh? It's Netflix. Right? <laughs> Netflix. No, it's like, it's, it's kind of like I felt that, but you know what I did? <coughs> I distracted it. And now I feel something else because. So I'm, I have pleasure over the fact that that thing which I didn't know what to do with, is not driving me crazy anymore. It's a big time on modern psychology, right? Oh, I got rid of your guilt feelings, everything's great. Mm-hmm. No, you're still a hatchet murderer. <laughs> you're so great, you're feeling great. Right. You didn't fix anything. Right, it's still... No, but if you started the fixing, yeah. then... Okay, like, 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 if it make, once you make that move towards Towards positive mm-hmm. and fix, like then, then, then move on. The guilt itself is not helpful, but the feeling of regret is should be a spur to do something with. Can you regret be constantly in the background, humming? Sometimes it's louder, sometimes it's 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 less. So should it always be there? Should regret always be there? I, probably not, because then you're associating and identifying with it still. Whereas if you've done tshuva for it, if regret was a process to tshuva. At a certain point, you let it go because it's not you anymore. Right. No. So regretting your identity Ramam, with it. Ramam says in Chotuva, he says, it, when somebody, in the event that, God forbid, somebody reminds you of a sin that you did, right? Mm-hmm. That you shouldn't, you shouldn't respond. You should, be, you should take pleasure in the fact that you're embarrassed by the sin you had done. I, I, I interpret that as regret still. So the regret doesn't go away. At least the, the way he's explaining it doesn't seem like the well, regret. No, embarrassment of something you did in the past versus regret, I think, are two different things. How? Regret is saying, I wish that I, I hadn't done that. As, whereas embarrassment is saying, yes, I did that, and I and embarrassed you as, as a platform, but the action itself, I'm still embarrassed by okay. it. Yet, it was a platform which was able to propel me even higher than I was before. So that's that's regret without guilt, or that's embarrassment without regret, or something along those lines. Well, I, I have a Shaila. I have a Shaila. What do you guys think about this? What's the hefresh? What's the distance between guilt and regret? I think it's. You think it's hada hatal? Yeah, I disagree with you. I think, I, I think yeah. it has to go together. It's it, it's impossible to uh, regret versus guilt. I think they're just two different levels of an emotion. One is more heady and one is more hearty. 
Uh, regret. Which is, one? Which is which? Re- regret is more heady. It's like, oh, we should have done that. Why? Because look, consequences. Because I feel guilty. But guilt is like, I wish I had done it because Lotov, it wasn't good. No, a lot of, this guy in the book again, he speaks about you know guilt. He talks about it in terms of accepting responsibility. That is a continu- That's a key part. Oh, not I wish I'd like. Wait, wait. Own this. I did this. Let me like be clear. I'm not. I'm not rationalizing it. I'm not. Even, you know, my body's telling me all the things that why well, it's really not that bad. It's just a little bad, maybe. Like no, own it. Accept responsibility. That's just. I don't know what it is. It's accepting responsibility. Like that. That, that idea of owning something is. As is powerful. Uh-huh. So I hear what you're saying. I, I, I don't know what the Rebbe means exactly, but I would say, I'm not sure I would, I would make a short cut between intellectual and emotional, but I would say it could, it could be a little bit of both or even all emotional, where the regret is, I feel I should not have done this, but guilt is another layer, it's another veneer that people mostly put on top of regret, and then it right. just sits there. And 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 and, it, and, it, and it's a not it's a not a healthy thing, and, and and it's I think it's a different it's a different sort of a different animal, um, and and that and 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 sometimes it can act also as a spur, but usually it's not. Usually it either sits there, and and it creates reality for itself. And then when I think I've got rid of that, I've gotten rid of the problem, and right. that's not right. Right. For Ashma. Ashma, Hashem is usually the, the field word in Hebrew. For guilt. For guilt, Ashma. Which may be yeah. related to shame. Uh, uh, no, I mean Ashma is classic guilt, like guilty. Like, if you're Hashem in a court, Ata Hashem means you're guilty, but Ashma is I carry guilt with me, yeah. Charata is charata, is regret. I think most people don't want to go to the world of regret because they don't, they don't want to feel guilty. And, and it gets into all issues of Jewish, sin, Jew, Jewish notions of sin versus Christian notions of sin. They just add a different piece right. to it. Right. Sadiq came on their deathbed. Like, what's the like, ideal Torah way to die? What's that deathbed like? Is it, is it meaning, should there be regret on the deathbed? We say vidui. Yeah. We right. say vidui. So, no? <laughs> so, like that. Did you guys ever do vidui for someone? No. no. You did? You did it? Wow. I mean, he, he did it. He, he, he was... Uh, Rub came in. Yeah, yeah. What, it's, what do you uh, mean? Like, do it for them? Like, actually... For when they're not... When they're just not, not able to... I, I did it recently that it shook me to my core. That woman, Ahava Imuna Lang, you know? Do you know who she was? I mean, I was there and I saw that it was the last few... And her, I, I summoned in the husband. I said, you got to come in and do this right now. And we were all there, and he did it, and it, it's this, like, it's very sincere. The focus is not guilt, it's just a conscious, this is a part of Avodah Hashem. It was like a very surreal movement. But tzaddikim, you know, the way we learn it, is that when they're on their deathbeds, there's a shleimus almost. It's like, you know, we talk about Yaakov Avinu on his deathbed, the Chazal go very, you know, deep into his sense of, you know, just a returning back to the source, uh, Anyway, this is heavy, heavy stuff. Let, let, let's try to get back inside over here and see how the Rebbe ends this piece. So again, he's saying over here that when there's initial charata, which is good, when it's not accompanied with tshuva, what's going to happen? The charata is going to eventually subside. Right. 
And then what's gonna, what are you gonna feel? Joy. A relief. relief. A joy. It's more relief, which leads you to joy, because whenever you're relieved from something very heavy, it's a simcha dictating. But he's saying that's the, that's the relief, and that's the pleasure of a fool. Because what did he, what did he really do? It really, it, it really damaged your spirit. Because it's like when taking a painkiller. It's morphine. And when it, yeah. You just don't feel the pain, but it's still there. You still but, you're in, but you're in pleasure. You're in, yeah, yeah, but... Ve'abar, well, on the top line over here, Ve'abar hazeh be'ein mevin, he doesn't understand, od yit'e lomar she'ta'anugo ze'oneg nafsho, she'smecha b'tshuvata u'mit'aneget mit'harata. I think what he's saying over here is, you even think, I did the job. It's gone. It's gone. I must have done, I must have done real tshuva because it went away. Since I'm not feeling the symptom anymore of charata, I'm ashma. What does that mean? I did, I did that. My gigs, I fixed it. <laughs> He's saying over here, You're beautifying yourself still within your own pollution. And you're stuck in your nivul, which is like your... Uh, bath, I, I, mean, I hate to say it, but... What's the right word? Bastardization. Rishayim malei charatas. And look what he says over here. How do we, what do Chazal say? Rishayim are filled, with Gemara says this, the Gemara, the Rishayim are filled with regrets. Meaning, it's an amazing thing. You think a Rasha doesn't even have charata. He's saying, no, no, a Rasha is someone who has charata that never went to Shlav Bet. So I have a question on this, okay? Because if I have a lot of them, by the way, <laughs> if, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna take the harata and then move forward, right? And utilize that, like okay, harata is a good thing, and now I'm gonna do something with this. At what point do you know that you did that nikuda, like that you actually addressed that? How do you know um, you're not sweeping it under? How, how do you know question. you're not fooling yourself? Good shayla. Yes. Good shayla. The first or second piece that That's, I did, where he said, when you have like a a spur of inspiration, or he said, don't right? Don't don't let it. Don't, don't let it. Yeah. Right. Don't don't think that that was it though. Do something. Yeah. That's why it starts. Know, yeah. You never know from the teachings of the PSS. It seems like when you actually nailed it. Nailed it. But there's this whole surface that we're like. Even like the deeper person is living in, and they're thinking that they're dealing with all these things, and they're not. Well, because what are you saying? That there's a there's a there's a consistent line here. He's saying that there's no when you're feeling an emotion. When you're feeling an emotion, it's not enough. Emotion right. has to be brought to its source. Right. You have to be, like you have to own an action, and it, this actually uh, completes the picture of um, what he says here. Vechatati negdi tamid. This is the end of hey. He says rock negdi chatati. I didn't understand what the second line meant. The first line makes sense. Why would my sin be in front of me all the time? As long as it's still a sin, it stays in front of me. But if I've done tshuva, because I felt charata, it moves away. It moves away. So it's negdi only negdi tamid, right? It's it's always in front of me when I'm still working on doing the tshuva, and I've done tshuva and it's gone. No, even when you do tshuva, it's turned into something. It turns it even to a, yeah, to a it's, point it's of beautiful. Still in front of you, yeah. but it's But it's now what's in front of you is the thing that's in front of you. That yeah. you there was a challenge and yeah, you overcame that challenge and every time you see me like, oh, I know that old thing. Okay, that's pretty funny. It's coming back. I can, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. I, I want to yeah. go back to what David said before. I think the, I think what the Reb could, I'm just, just, I feel like I'm only discovering the Rebbe this year. I don't know. I feel like it's, we've been learning him for years, but I feel like 
he's such a sod. It, it seems to me that the Rebbe is less concerned about how do you know if you fixed it as opposed to how do you know you're in the process. Right. Right. No? We always we ask have that rare to know. We always ask these same questions. It's true. More. Nachon, but not... Don't, don't get excited about that, that emotional coming and going and... Right, because you'll think that you're finished. It's right away. Well, you're never finished. That's, the whole, right. that's what this whole thing's about. Yeah. The whole thing's trying to achieve perfection. And I'm not going to achieve perfection only tzaddikim maybe do, or when I'm done in this world, if I, if I was perfect, I wouldn't be here. Right. So, the fact, so no matter what, no matter how deep you are, no matter how much Torah knowledge you have, no matter how much you, even the Rebbe himself, is, is unless he was a tzaddik, you know, so, like, the, is, we're trying to reach perfection. So no matter what, we're going to be always striving toward this. No, we've never gone there. I only get there when I'm right. not here. Bottom line is, uh, when there's regret, um, know, feel the regret, understand it, know that you want to use it to move forward, but don't think that, that's, that because you've moved forward, you've, 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 uh, you've surpassed that test and, 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 and where, that it won't come back. And where's the regret? The regret is what I've done to myself. It's right. not what I've done to right. others. Others, to or even how I heard Hashem. Right. You know, before we went further, I was thinking there's a, there's a true original part of yourself, like your soul, your personality, your morals, whatever. And like, obviously, the stuff we've all been working on on ourselves, right? So it's a chaval, like, to let ourselves sin and fall because we've been working on ourselves. That's great. But there's also, like, the original... You ever be in a situation where you had to make a choice or you were put in a position where you had to do something you're like, this is just not me. This is just not what I... This is not who I want to be or what I am. Yeah. And it's like a source thing. It's not like a, oh, I've decided this is a moral thing. It's more of like that my nature is not to be like this. Oh. And I know I'm not supposed to be like this. Even if it's something that's okay. It's yeah. just not me. And he's, he actually said those words. He says, even if it's a taiva shilibashus. That's what the said in, hey, you saw those words? Even if you're, allow, even if you're busy doing something that you're kivyachol allowed to, but inside, when you want to be, like Ellie said, authentic, even stuff that you're permitted to do feels to you like a sin. It's such a deep thing. You ever have that? I, I, I have that all the I, time. Yeah. Going away to a hotel for Pesach, have an opportunity to go to Rishus. Rishus. And it's going to be covered. And it's family. Rishus. No chatayim. And it's Rishus. And now that they say it's Mahadrim, Mahadrim with Dubrovs and things like you couldn't believe that it would be so from. You won't even know it's Pesach. But, but like, it doesn't feel right. It just doesn't. It just And I'm not better than anyone. Um, um, it just doesn't what, now, feel Now, what doesn't right. feel right, though? It doesn't feel Pesach. It doesn't feel... The, authentic to it you. It doesn't feel authentic to, the, to what Pesach is in terms of transferring that to my children. It, it, it just wow. doesn't. That doesn't mean that that's, that's, I can't do it there. Other people aren't doing it there. It's just mutter legamri. So even that, if you don't have regret, meaning if you have regret but you don't do anything about that, that has the same effect like an Avera would have on you. According to what the Rebbe is saying, yeah, because it's, 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 it's going to be against you. Because it's against you, exactly. And then going through it, and then say, well, you know what, I'll just do it because of external power pressure, right? Because I have to go ahead. And maybe, again, I'm not saying there are things you have to do, but so you go and be like, and you're just like, this doesn't, I'm stuffing my faith, I'm going, this doesn't feel 
me. Even if it's and it feels kosher. like your favor, maybe even worse. But but I think it's even worse because you're doing a mitzvah. Like you think you're helping, you like you think you're helping. Yeah, you're right. Helping people, yeah, yeah. But it's not what you're supposed to be doing right, right now. Just not aligned with your personality. I think that's the I think that's the stuff that wow. we're dealing with it's more than a virus. Yeah, I connect to that very it's strongly. A tricky stuff. You gotta be home, yeah. and, but you're out doing something that you need. What kind of? What kind of right. You gotta be helping your family. You gotta be doing this, or you're doing something for the clown this way, but you should be doing it this. Like your personality is this, or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, big danger. Huh? Big, big, big danger. danger. Big danger. But it seems right because it's a mitzvah. You use it almost like a covering. You're covered, like you're, you're safe. You're covered by that's that. Not your that's right. not your personality. Right. Your personality. It's not what you. Someone should be doing it. It's right. Not right. right. It's not. It's not the family business. It's not like what you're. Not your description. Not else's job. Yeah. Right. Instead of your own. But but it's so confusing because it's holy. It's something holy. It's not. We're not even talking about an avera. Right, and someone should be doing it. But not you. Just not you. So that's why Ellie's. That's why Ellie's phrasing. Someone should be stuffing their face in the hotel. Just not you. Someone. That's true. Someone should. That's their authentic them. Stuffing them. Make a bracha. You know, barely say brachas. They're fine. Like that's it. But but if that's not that, then it, but well now you're about to be judgment. It's just got to be like that's where they need to be. But me, right. for me to feel pissed on, I need to clean my know. my my kitchen yeah, with a toilet. Like you know that whatever. That's true though. Really, someone should be there at the hotel. Like true. who 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 else could bring three tea rooms a day? That's true because that's what they live for. That's what they get counts. Whatever the fetch is, that's nothing to do with me. I only have to worry about me. I have plenty of tea rooms all year long. Like that's not. Yeah. I only take it's, it's the Rebbe's words that can take us to, to such authenticity. It's un, it's unreal. His, we should be driven all year long by his holy words, mm-hmm. and his yotzeit the Shabbat should evoke a big big rachmanus and shemaim that Hashem should bring down less and less concealment and more and more clarity. Just like please, oh, make it clear what, what you want, Hashem. Please. Yeah, this picture of Nelson Lyman on the phone and this, uh, this whole idea back here is collecting money for